the last rewatch episode of Survivor Season 1. Hi, honey. Ooh. Hi, everybody. Ah. Ooh. Do you hear the tropical breeze in the Ooh. South China Sea? <laughs> uh, welcome to Bye Bitches Podcast. I am Melinda Clark, and I'm here with uh, C.G. Mirich, my That's favorite me. person on the planet right now. How you doing, honey? How's the Windy City? Awful. Yeah, you're doing I'm awful. I'm doing awful. Um, for, for a good reason. Uh, I broke my elbow. Yeah, you kind of... Um, for those of you who watched uh, Vine, I'm going to make a Vine reference. Uh, huh. I'm going to say it. I don't care that you broke your elbow. Mom, you don't get that reference. No, That's I don't. I don't get it. Um, yeah, I was on a run. Uh, you already know this one. I was on a run in uh, good old Northwest Indiana. And I tripped and fell. And for those of you watching this on YouTube, here is my cast. <laughs> um, broken elbow. And here is my massive bruise on the right side of my arm. Um, my pain medicine makes my tummy hurt and messes with my digestion. Oh, no. I have not been sleeping well. And I guess it's been fine because I binged Survivor. Right. Okay. So that's fine. Well, I guess, you know, I think all of your injuries, I keep thinking over and over, like, how did you actually fall? Because you, you managed to fall on both sides of your body. You hurt both sides. So that's not kind of hard face. to do. But not your face. That's but really not important. my face. Not your face. <laughs> well, here we are. Since we have so many to get to, let's just get into it because we are doing episodes 9, 10, 11, 12, and... We're going to touch on that finale. So let's get into it. Episode nine, Old and New Bonds. Is we, that the name of the episode? Yeah, we're, we open with Richard fishing. That's, he's the, that is his superpower. Fishing master. Yes, it's his superpower. And everybody's really paying attention to the fact that they can't vote him off because he provides a great, great service. And yep. that is something that... Um, I don't know. I think it's really interesting that that nobody else was able to manage this. And I just wondered behind the scenes, he like, you know, people weren't they allowed him to do it or other people attempted or it's hard. Like, remember, they showed like, you yeah. Sean and Dirk trying to do it and like they can't do it. And he I think Sue tries to do it and she's out there for hours and maybe catches like one thing. Maybe that's in a later episode. Right. But it's hard. Well, he, he he a weird natural talent for it. He comes back with a huge, huge, uh, well, I think one of the bigger lots of fish. And yeah, it's like right six now. rays or something. Right, and then and Rudy's cooking, right? He's got the fire going, but somehow it gets screwed up and it becomes burnt beyond recognition, and I've never seen Richard so angry. It's so, yeah, he was so angry. He was hangry. Hangry. It's like if someone's making me food and they're not making it the way I want and I'm hungry, yeah, crabby, hangry. Well, and so I, I understand where he's coming from. He wants his food done a certain way. He wants something done his way. He's like, if I can't do it myself, I I don't want anyone to do it. You know, it's one of those things like com is complaining is, you know, it's not complaining. This is my thing. And I've said this before. It's not complaining if it's a fact. So you get to say it once. This is fucked up. Sorry, we're cussing here that you screwed up the fire, Rudy. <laughs> Mom, you cussed. Watch it. Watch it. So and uh but he continues. So that really was complaining. But I guess when you're in a situation, these are mistakes you can't afford when you're on an island. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Rudy and Rich, I feel like they had such a bond. They created so quickly that even Rudy messing up Rich's, you know, big catch couldn't right. make him want to vote him off. Right. You know? No, not at all. I think that was. So. Food, um, the reward challenge is the first challenge of the episode, and they win a barbecue lunch and letters from home. I bet that was one of the ones that they were fighting for. I mean, that was kind of a wild challenge. The ropes course, that's the kind of thing mm -hmm. that I would have said, I'm out. I, I just don't, I don't think I could ever do these. I could hang out and do pretty well campfire or at home base or whatever you want to call it. But I just, those ropes challenges and things like that. Oh. There's so many, I'm sure. I mean, Colleen. I love ropes courses. You don't, you don't like ropes courses? Well, not that one. When you're racing, Colleen's legs were already just eaten and bugs and all kinds of things wrong. But she ended up winning. She did a great job and she came. Well, like in, in elementary school, we'd go to science camps. Yeah. And there would be ropes courses and stuff. Oh my God, those, and you would race your friends. And those were like my favorite things 
ever. Well, you know, like in fourth and fifth grade when we went to those camps for like three nights. Mm -hmm. Ropes courses. Well, you actually were pretty, CG, you like to keep up with the boys. You were very, you had a very good locomotion and you could outrun a lot of the boys at some point. <laughs> Anyone from elementary school and middle school listening, my mom just <laughs> called you out. <laughs> so, um, Jenna, so, yes, Colleen wins. Right. And Jenna and wanted to win, of course, because she hadn't gotten the received the, the uh, video, the video from her mom. And I have a feeling, you know, that barbecue was probably such a big deal to some so so many people. But Colleen invited instantly Jenna. Jenna, and they everyone. The second Jeff was like, invite someone, everyone pointed to Jenna. Everyone was like, take Jenna, because Jeff was like, you're getting letters from home. Every, you could see Kelly, Rich. Everyone was like Jenna. They all pointed to her. Can I tell you something? I am very triggered by food on camera. Uh, my whole life. Anytime I see really good food on TV, it's, you know, food porn or whatever, I get hungry. And it doesn't matter where it is, even though I'm not a survivor or a castaway, those hot dogs look good. Everything looked good. And I'm not even in their situation. So I can only imagine being there. It must have been, that must, the food rewards are, must be the worst, yeah. the worst. But, so they were eating hot dogs and, but speaking of They're hot dogs... <laughs> what speaking of hot dogs richard it was his 39th birthday and he was in his birthday suit oh well <laughs> he, i mean we've already talked about him being naked he's always naked i it's i don't think it it doesn't phase me anymore he's naked you know there's something to be said for the fact that i mean later on i found out that you know some in the i think in the reunion they talked about the fact that there were other people that would be nude from time to time but richard for some reason they focused on it or he made a big point of wanting to be in his birthday suit in uh on his birthday on his birthday and some people just love nudity in fact but it's still one of those <laughs> they love to be nude but it's still one of those things i remember this reminds me of a story really quick um there was a play that your your grandma and i my mom and i went to a sam shepherd play and i remember her telling me in the theater she's like in the third act there's nudity and i said okay well thanks for letting me know and i kid you not by the third act when the the guy actually walks across stage naked jima grabbed my leg like oh and i was like you knew it was coming you, you knew that was happening but there's something about the i guess human psyche that it's still shocking for some reason for some people also you know she's like i don't know it's it's interesting 75 almost <laughs> well she was yeah she was younger than that at the time but but i can imagine if you're if you're just sitting there on the log and he's, although he was crossing his legs a lot, but I guess people were complaining. I mean, they never had to blur it, you know, like whenever he's sitting on the log, it's like tucked. Yeah. They blurred his like he, butt he a couple tucks. times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When he's walking. Yeah. But like whenever he's sitting, like he tucks. I remember. If you know what I'm saying. I remember in the seventies that, that for some reason, nudist colonies were a big deal. I don't know that, that people were, it was kind of a, post 60s thing 70s thing and um anyway he's right he's on an island anyway so let's move on from his butt but so while they're at the barbecue <laughs> that's happening but then this is the first time colleen mentions like maybe we need to get something together to start picking people off right. like her and jenna do start talking about it and they show it at the barbecue and it's like colleen colleen's been against it for so long but now she's like okay well if i want to win i have to do something Let's, you know, let's figure it out. But honestly, at this point, too little, too late. But she's like, let's get something together. We're just going to get picked off. Like, let's go. Let's go. So. It's really sweet, actually, that they're just, I don't know, there's something about this brand new um, idea, not brand new idea, but seeing it still for the first time, knowing of the sub subsequent ep seasons, that there's like, hey, <laughs> episode nine, do you think we should try and stick together? Yeah. I mean, I think they know their fate already just because they're getting picked off. Pagong, they're be being pagonged, I guess. But I think it's really sweet that they're that they're trying to do that. So. It's not sweet, it's stupid. <laughs> Get it okay. together. Get it together. Okay, um, so the immunity challenge is, um, I guess like we call it survivor chess, which I, I liked yeah, it. I thought like it was really interesting. The puzzle pieces, you try to trap people mm -hmm. so they don't have any more ways to move it's like that um you know what's the the square you just do it with a pen and paper where you yeah, do the, the dots. dots game where it's you're kind of like that the, yeah that but, but real life um but and i guess who wins 
Rudy. Rudy. That's pretty shocking. Well, not shocking. I thought it was really cool because I don't know that it's so fascinating that you can have an amazing game for the challenges, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win. And I think that's one of the things that I really tried to, I got into the challenges. Some were very simplistic and some were very clever. And I was really watching to see who could, who was making the right choices. And you could see like, if you'd stayed on the outside of the challenge, you would have done a lot better. And Jenna was on the sidelines, like coaching Rudy, like Rudy, do this, Rudy, do this. Can you do do that? I guess you can. I mean, they, they let her, Yeah, you know? Okay. Um, (laughs) Another thing about Rudy. So they get back to camp after the immunity challenge and Rich and Rudy are chatting about Kelly becoming friends with Colleen and Jenna. And they're like worried about it. And Rudy goes, well, you know, they're all wearing the same bandana and wearing their tops. They're the same way. I don't know if it's lesbianism or something, but (laughs) he's the king of bluntness. He just like, like blitz. Just because girls are dressing the same with bandanas and their buffs as shirts. He goes, I don't know if it's lesbianism. But. He says some he they he says some great stuff in these episodes. It's it's you know, it's it's classic. You know, at some point you're like, God, can I repeat what he said? But it's a character and we're in a podcast, so so I don't mean, shoot the messenger. Yeah, I mean it's not even like offensive me repeating it. It's just like absurd. Like right, right. Whatever. But during the early 2000s, obviously very different. Or actually well, that not generation. 2000s, That's your grandpa's but, generation. I've never heard him say stuff like that. But yeah, he's just like outright like yeah. weird. So, you know, um, so Rudy won immunity. He um, he beat Sean at the end. But um, in, in the meantime, Sean's still convinced of this um, this alphabet strategy. And he even says to Jenna, like, you're next. And of yeah. course, Toggy's like, well, we're just going to piggyback on that. So we're going to use knows. his boat to our advantage. Yeah. It's so, so bizarre to me that he's letting people know what his strategy was. Like, why would he obviously, be talking yeah. About in the it? future seasons, they, no one does this <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. This is not real. Like season one is just so different. Right. Um, and then this is the first tribal council with a jury member ever. So Greg is there. He comes back and right. he sits and listens and sure enough you know they piggyback off sean's vote and jenna's voted out so there's there's that episode i've been asking you every single time mom mom who would you have voted off would you have gone with them and gotten jenna piggybacked Uh, i guess it depends if you're in the alliance or not because i think that because once you make an alliance if you go outside of that you everything can crumble and and I think there's, sure. so even if Kelly was already thinking, you know, she didn't want to, she was definitely having second thoughts on all that. She was going back and forth a lot. Uh, yeah, I think that would, you know, I would have stuck with it. If I was on Toggy, yes, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. But although I like Jenna, I like Jenna a lot. I like Jenna a lot. Yes. I know you said earlier in an earlier episode that there was some art, or I think the first rewatch episode we did. You said there was an article about someone saying like, I just despise Jenna. I'm like, I think she's cool. I think she's funny. I like her character. Like, you know, how they portray her. Well, it's an interesting thing that I've noticed with editing is that you hear contestants. This is just some, some YouTube, or I don't know, some podcast or some YouTube thing where people were talking about, and it's not them personally. I think they were talking about the characters, but yeah, some people have very strong feelings, but in the editing, you hear the the castaways might say one thing, but they haven't necessarily shown us in editing. And I see mm-hmm. that a lot with this in the beginning here. And only having a few cameras, which I'm sure they have, you know, three or four times as many cameras now where they can capture a lot more. The other thing yeah. I noticed, I have to say this, in um, whenever you see reality TV now, you always see... Uh, people, they're wearing mics, so you can always capture everything. Mm -hmm. There were no mics on these um, contestants now. So you had boom operators who were there holding up booms 24-7 or whenever. Sometimes people aren't wearing clothes. Where are you going to attach those mics? Flabby skin? I don't think so. Put it between your butt cheeks? No, no. To hold the battery up? I don't know. So that's a feat in itself, just sound-wise. Sound is is a big issue. We know we're we're using it now. So episode Um, 10, crack. Let's stay with crack. the theme of uh, well, Richard's butt, the crack. <laughs> Richard's butt crack. In the alliance. Um, this is the first time Sean says he regrets his alphabet strategy. He realizes that the Toggy Alliance used 
him. You <laughs> quote unquote kind of late him. to this to the he, game. He says he is in like a little interview and he says, I regret doing it that way. Like I you know, it's my fault Jenna got butted out. Blah blah blah. I'm like yeah, duh. Well, and and but like here's they the used thing. they used him before. This wasn't the first time they used this. Like used it. They used it on Greg. It's, like imagine CG being the first person to discover fire, and you go. It, it all of a sudden there's fire, and you touch I mean, it, that, and you go. Ah. Of, that's a good metaphor for it. Like the first people on Survivor, they're the ones figuring out. Like what does what fire do? Thing? It melts your skin what off. Do, do? <laughs> right. The first yeah. time you, you know, who knows? But we could go. There's multiple. There's infinite lists of things that are first, and you know, the first time you you got you don't even know the sound of dial-up internet probably. Anyway, that's I'm, I digress. So <laughs> she's like, "What? What does that mean?" Uh, okay, so you know, people actually when Jenna left, they were talking about this. Is exactly what I was talking about. That they were talking about Jenna kind of annoying them or something. And I just don't. I, I don't, don't get it. I didn't see. They didn't show enough of that for me as an audience yeah. member to see that. You know, was she really that bad? Anyway, that's what we talked about with. Um, I think she was like the third person voted out Cindy or something. Mm-hmm. You, everyone was like, we were trying to figure out why her Gretchen and Rudy, or why- Stacy. Who's Cindy? Stacy. Stacy. I was like, Stacey. was there a Cindy? I said Cindy. Stacy. Okay. It's like we were like, did people find her annoying? Why are they voting her out? Like they didn't show it. Right. They didn't show enough of Jenna being annoying to me, like to make me think she's annoying. Okay, so here's what we were just talking about. In this episode, everyone realized that Kelly didn't vote for Jenna. So yeah. she so she's like, she just sealed her fate now, like, oh. She's just broken off. Now she's a target. So they feel betrayed, Toggy. And they start talking about replacing Kelly with Sean because yeah. he might be more valuable. This is or... the beginning of them all wanting Kelly gone. Right, right. Except in this episode, Sue and Kelly, this is where they make their final two. They said, you and I, I'm taking you to the final. I'm taking you to the final. I trust you. I trust you. And then Sue turns around and goes to Rich and is like, Kelly wants to take me to the final two. So, so they, they broke Kelly yeah. and Sue were both, you know, playing each other a little bit, but that's how survivors played. Mm-hmm. But um, you Sue immediately Sue and rich were like, Kelly's got to go. Like she's not with us. She's got to go. Right. Yeah. She tried to, she tried to do a little damage control, but, but one of the things that going back was, you know, Richard, I thought was very vengeful, but I guess it's part of the game where he says, you know what, when he said, Remember when he he said, um, "I'm not going to catch any more fish until Colleen and Jervis are gone." Like, yeah, I'm going to smoke them out, make them hunt. And I think it's you know, that's that's a weapon keeping. It know. is. It's we were talking about earlier, like securing your place. Like everyone has a role, and whether you're the comedic relief or mm-hmm. you're the fisher or you cook the food or you get you know you give yourself a role, and his role is getting food, and that is a vital survival thing right. so it's right he's put himself in that role he can you know twist people with it if he needs to i think and i think you can see that he has no issue with that that you know no, beyond these being on you know i'm in the middle of, or we're in the middle of watching big brother and you can see there's people are like i have no problem in these modern reality shows no problem. Lying nope. is the game. And they're here back in, in 23 years ago, they're still dealing with the ethics of trying to be a good person and not lie. And, and, and I don't know. I just think it's really fascinating because it's, it's such a pure form of the game. And once again, yeah. we'll never see it that way. So the reward well, talking, challenge. Well, before that, talking about pure, Jervis, Jervis's baby is born while he's on the island and they deliver him a little note with cigars. <laughs> Everyone gets cigars Ugh. celebrating Jervis's baby. I thought that was very cute. Yeah. Have you ever um, had I a cigar? I forgot that happened. Have you ever smoked a cigar? I've not actually. Oh, yeah. I grew up around, you know, Tony Scott and his cigars. So I know very well what they smell like, but I've never smoked a cigar actually. Well, we used to smoke cigars with Harry, Harry Humphrey, your godfather. I'm aware of that as well. Yeah. And in fact, I think Harry knew Rudy because they were seals together. Yeah. 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 No, they're all, it's a community of people. They all knew each other. Interesting. So the reward challenge is that they're on this, this, this maze of balance beams. Those, those are hard for me. I just, just so you know, I'm not a very, 
um, I can't balance. When I was a kid, I could barely go down escalators. Or when I went in the Grand Canyon, I need hiking sticks because I get like vertigo. Yeah, I remember my mom. Mom, escalators are just stairs. But some people get scared of them. When I was a kid, I was scared of them and the movement. So anyway, so that one I looked at that. I was like, I can't. Oh, and there's a reason I don't wear high heels anymore. I can. Okay, moving on. Anyway, we're not here to talk about your balance. So this is a balance challenge. It's a reward challenge. And of course, the first person to, or the person to win it is Jervis. And he gets, is it just one slice of pizza? One like XL slice of pizza. And he, I was one of the big ones, like a Costco slice of pizza, like a big boy. And he shares with everybody. Everyone gets a bite and he eats the second half of it, that which was I thought was, sweet. again, very nice of him. But, you, but okay, so then he gets to talk to his uh, his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. He That's part of the reward. But then we go off and Rudy is so judgmental. Another, another thing about Rudy. It's not okay to have four children a out, of wedlock. out of wedlock. They need a parent. I mean, As he's he not. Calls it. He's you know, a, you know, and. In my days, you get a girl pregnant, you you ship her off somewhere. No one would know about it. You don't have a baby out of wedlock. She gets taken out of town. It's like, what is it, Victorian era? Literally, that's <laughs> what it seems like. It's like babies out of wedlock. You know, I, I just thought about this. You know, I always, the four agreements <laughs> that you I, you got the book for Christmas. And that's one of the biggest things in the book about judgment, that we're constantly judging everything yeah. on a daily I did, basis. I did notice that, that, you know, while her name's Carmela. While Jervis is on the phone with Carmela, it's like everyone is just talking about his relationship. Yeah. And it's not all bad things. Like people are saying, like, no, he's a good father. He's there for his kids. Blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, it's his life. Like none of you really. Right. Your, like your opinion doesn't matter. What he does with his life is his life, whether you're Rudy or like you're Jenna. And Jenna's like, no, he's a good father. He does this and that and checking up on Carmela, blah, blah. blah. I'm like, it was just. I don't know. Maybe when you're on the island and you have nothing else to talk about, people will just grab on to any bit of information so they can entertain themselves. Well, and that's what we've been discussing through this whole thing. Like from the first episode, we were discussing the fact that we are truly fascinated with other people's lives. And especially if it's anything other than what we consider normal or fitting into some kind of mold. And if it doesn't, then we look at it and judge it. And when we judge, basically when, when people are judging, they're, we only judge things that we would judge in ourselves and our own it's people who have slightly different values and morals or beliefs. Um, for some reason, I think a lot of people are intolerant of something that's different, which it would be very boring if everyone were the same in this, in this world. So, right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we, let's can, move on. we could talk about this topic for a long time. Let's move that on. is not... Uh, that would not be uh, with the rewatch podcast okay. that topic. So <laughs> moving on to the reward challenge. Oh, <laughs> the immunity reward. challenge. Immunity. Immunity. Yes. So immunity. Immunity. Which I think I may have jumped forward. So the, um, um, so it's just it's literally just building a fire, a kindling big enough to burn through a rope. They just have to build a big fire. They have to grab the kindling, build the fire, go get the fire um, that's floating in the water yes. and light her up. And Richard won very easily. He seemed to be way so out easily. in front and it was very quick. And then he did this like, <laughs> this this like joyful little dance. And that was, it was cute, but it was, it was, it was memorable. Put it that way. Yeah. And then we see, I thought that, um, cause Colleen and Jenna, you know, they were talking about getting rich out and then they're trying to pull Kelly in. And it seemed to me before they were going to tribal council that Sean Jervis, Kelly and Colleen were going to get together and vote rich out. Maybe I was like picking up on some things. That's what I thought. I mean, I already know how the show ends. So obviously that doesn't happen, but that's what I, they were intending to get rich out before he won immunity. That was my perception. There, there was. There was a, they were, they actually did try to do that. They just didn't have enough votes. Everybody. But no, like Sean, Jervis, Colleen, and Kelly, if the four of them are together, then that's Sue, Rudy, and Rich on the outs. Right. Okay. So what- in this episode, I thought they were going to pull Sean and Kelly and the four of them were going to work together and like take over. That's what it seemed. It implied, like. they implied that, but ultimately, Kelly, 
uh, we know that she's been struggling and having a battle, but she right. decides to vote with her alliance despite her urges to vote with the others. But then I was so confused why, because it seemed like Sean was with Jervis and Colleen. Jervis and Colleen voted for Sean. They were like, Sean, it's time for you to go. And I'm like, I literally five minutes before in that episode, I what it was insinuating was that they were working with him. Hmm. Yeah. So, so I was very confused why they voted that, for Sean when he could have been a number on their side. You mean uh, Jervis? No, the, Jervis and Colleen voted for Sean. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, this is this is where I get a little like, ah, too many episodes in my head. I don't understand head. why they voted for Sean when it seemed like he was going to potentially be a number for them, which he didn't end up being a number for them. But hmm. yeah. their editing made it seem like he would have been. Yeah, and Sean was, he, he had wanted to vote for Jervis based on his alphabet alphabet strategy. So he jumped he back. Got skipped yeah, he got he skipped. Yeah, he got skipped. Yeah, so he finally. Well, so he yeah, Jervis is voted off. Jervis is voted off. At this point, I'm not going to ask you who you would vote for because I think it's it's so obvious. It's just the alliance is picking people off. Well, you know, I my strategy is at some point I'm like, you know, big guys eat more. I mean, or, or I have a feeling they even they. I if you were a man, a big guy on Survivor, I bet everyone kind of got equal food. But men require more calories. So, well, that's what I, my strategy would be the second the merge happens, you get rid of the big buff dudes who are winning immunity. Yes. Immediately. Okay. So, episode 11, long, hard days. So, the Toggy Alliance is beginning to crumble, just like my favorite cookies crumble. Uh, Mm. Because (laughs) there's a pink donut this week, there's butter cake right now, mom. Oh, Kentucky butter cake. Go get, go get Kentucky butter cake. Adam's Anyways. birthday. We get a free one. Um, uh, so so Ka- there's only six days left. People are starting to lose their marbles a little bit. Everyone's conspiring. Everyone's fighting. Everyone's going a little haywire. And there's only one, technically. Um, Non-alliance member. Is Colleen. But Kelly and Colleen, just, it's so funny the way they're, and once again, this is what editing is showing us, that everyone's concerned that Kelly's being nice to Colleen. And it's like, why can't she talk it's to like, Colleen? Yeah, why can't I be friends but also be in the alliance? Right. And but she, th- this is when they they say, well, we'll get there. So the reward challenge um, is trivia questions about the island. And the reward is a... You get to spend the night on a luxury yacht. You get to take a shower. This is a great reward. You get to sleep in a bed. You get to eat a nice dinner. But okay, so <laughs> Sean wins this uh, award, which I thought, yes. you know, he was trivia about the island. And, but he kept talking. He kept saying, or what they showed us is that if I win, Kelly, you're coming with me. If I win, mm-hmm. you're coming with he me. He said, like, Kelly, I owe you a dinner. I owe you a dinner. And then when it comes down to it, he there's something wishy-washy happened where he said kelly and she's like it's up to you sean make your decision because i think everyone was being frustrated i think people were frustrated with his or at least kelly must have been frustrated with his alphabet strategy or something but she said it's up to you and he said yeah because she's not gonna say you have to take me and so all of a sudden he goes okay fine rich and because he was this he was feeling like as rich like this alpha dog in this whole thing and he wanted he felt like he would ingratiate himself. I don't know why. I don't know. He said his reasoning was that I know Rich loves breakfast. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, uh, no. So that was kind of a surprise. And and then he also said, "I asked Kelly, and she didn't answer. And because she didn't answer, I said she didn't give me a definitive I, I answer." I would have. I agree with Kelly. I would have been a little pissed if someone's telling me all day, "I'm going to pick you. I'm going to pick you. I'm going to pick you." Yeah. And then they don't. I would have been pissed too. Yeah, there's something, there was something weird there. And I just, like I said, there's every, every once in a while in the editing here, I feel like I've missed out on something. Missed something. There's yeah. like little holes in the storytelling. And because as we know, editing is a storytelling art. Well, so also Sean's dad is on the boat. This is the first. So in every season of Survivor, they get a family visit mm-hmm. when there's like six people left, seven people left. It's a challenge. And they bring out everyone's family members. It's this big episode. But this is 
the first family member to visit the island. And it, they don't do it the same like this anymore. But OK, so my my question is, I mean, what a great he's the captain and Sean gets to hang out with him and, and Rich gets to meet him. And they have this great, you know, definitely a great overnight. Uh, but then my question is, they didn't know who was going to win that trip. They had to have had everyone's family members there. All the family members flew in yep. for possible and stood by. Yep. Wow. I assume so. I yeah. mean, maybe because it's only six days away from the end. They were like, okay, it's fine. Like they can stay and then they'll be here when uh, the show's over. Maybe. That's a good maybe behind the scenes so question. To the end. That's why they were okay doing the family member thing because it's only six more days. If anybody knows, let us know. I'd like I'd like to know Jeff how that Probst, works. Jeff are you listening? <laughs> let us know. So I've actually been to Jeff Probst's house and watched an episode of Survivor with him. Can't believe I haven't mentioned this yet. What? Yeah. What? It was like tell us. I don't know how old I was, but um, it's season. Oh my god, I can't even remember. I know who wins. His name's Tony. Um, in high school. But uh, I elementary school. I was dancing at center stage dance and my friend Emma Ashton um, and her dad, her dad, John Ducey is really good friends with Jeff Probst. So one night on a Wednesday after dance class, um, Emma and her dad took me to Jeff Probst's house and we sat in his living room with him and I don't know, his wife or girlfriend at the time. And Emma and me sat in these big beanbag chairs and Jeff Probst took us to his office and he opened up this big chest in his closet and gave us buffs from the season. I have it somewhere what? in the garage, mom. Give, like the buffs. I don't. I, oh, the, oh. The head wraps they wear. Oh, the, okay. The look at me. Those I'm are like, called buffs. I did not, I did know, not that. know that. You've watched the whole season of Survivor. I had not heard that term. Okay. Buff. Good to know. Good but, to yeah, know where Jeff my child was. <laughs> I bet if you go look through my stuff in your garage right now, mom, you'll, you will find that buff. Okay. I'll go look for it. Okay, can't believe I'm just remembering this. That's um, a oh, we're wow. talking about Survivor season one, and I've hung out. I've hung out with Jeff Probst and watched an episode at his house. <laughs> awesome. Well, I didn't. I did not know that. So good to know. You probably weren't that impressed because you're. If you're in elementary school, you have other interests. Oh my god, no! I was watching the show. Oh okay, you I, were. I loved it. I loved every second of it. I was beyond impressed. I was every few minutes. I was turning around, looking at Jeff's face. I'm like, what happens? because <laughs> he obviously was there okay. and knows who wins because it's being aired okay. but i don't know it was great i love it okay thanks for In sharing community. that sean brings his dad back to the camp to meet everybody which was pretty amazing because they grilled him on current events and sue and he was didn't know so, anything she was like that guy don't know nothing <laughs> yep but he did show up with care packages for care packages for everybody from their loved ones uh and that really helped their spirits really lifted them and up. you can see they have like crackers and candy oh. also not a thing they do anymore you don't get any of that stuff okay there's no care packages like unless you win a challenge you're not getting anything okay so the immunity challenge challenge is very simple sometimes i could see how they they were just five planks put together, like two by fours on the end, and they just stand there and they remove Every them bit. one by one. And whoever stays on the longest wins. That's very simple. Rudy fell off first. And then Richard did the 99 bottles on the beer, uh, beer on the wall song. <laughs> very annoying. And yep. he fell off. He, he jumps off. Yeah, pretty much. So, and on the beach, so, you know, they're still there. Colleen and Kelly are, you know. The final two. Final two, but. But the, they show us a shot of Richard saying, I think it's so interesting that Colleen's fighting to, uh, to, to win when, when Kelly doesn't even know she's being voted off. And all I could think was, Kelly knows that she's going to get voted off if she doesn't yeah, win this immunity. So, and, I mean, Sue and Rich, it shows them talking on the beach saying like, okay, well, if Kelly wins, it's Colleen, right? Like, so they, they were all planning to get rid of Kelly that night. Yeah. And spoiler, not spoiler, but Kelly wins immunity. Right. Right. And uh, yeah, so she ends up being the last remaining person. Colleen is, the, sorry, not the remaining, the last person to get voted off. And that, uh, and so the By first the person, the Pagonging, that name, that word is now Pagonging, right? It's used in in uh, mm. other seasons. The no, term, no, yes, it is. The term Pagonging is when you get rid of everyone in a tribe, the way it was done like that. 
I've never heard that. No, I've I've seen it. I've heard it and read it multiple times now. Well, I've watched all the seasons and they don't say that. (laughs) Because it never happens anymore, but they call it being paganged. Okay. But you know, when, when Colleen got, when she left, she was like the, her face, it's, I, I like to watch everyone's face and her face was very like, it's okay. Bye. It was really sweet. You know, and I actually really yeah, liked her. She was her. like, play nice. She won. It's like, she's the girl I wanted to be friends with. I, I loved her little cute little haircut. I always wanted to have like a little pixie haircut like that. She was really sweet. So episode 12, death of an alliance with only Toggy left. Who's vulnerable? I think for some reason, Kelly and Sean. Kelly and Sue get in a big <laughs> fight. They blow up. Well, I mean, it's like, you know, she's, Kelly doesn't trust Richard now. And Richard's, of course, conspiring to get Kelly off next. And Sean's like, God, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck with all these conniving people. Well, like, yeah, now, now the game is real and he finally sees it because, you know, you had this kind of honeymoon phase in the first week or so, even though there's nothing, I wouldn't want to do a honeymoon like this. <laughs> so Richard's now like, he, he, he's like, oh boy, they're fighting, but that's to my advantage, right? He mm-hmm. knows that it's to their advantage. So. Cause they'd rather take each other out versus take Rich out. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, the reward challenge. This was so odd to me. This challenge where the they mud? they have to put it looks like so much fun as much mud on themselves, carry it on their body, and dump it into um, a bucket. Now Kelly had a good strategy. She put that you know how you, she piled it onto her hair and head. So Rudy, who has no hair, or Richard, they don't have a chance against her. She was able yeah. to squeeze it out. Like a like a bunch of conditioner. So I would have done with this thick mop. Yes, you do. You would have won easily. Yep. So and so, this is the odd uh, reward of a cold beer. A yeah, cold beer. A beer at what is obviously not a real bar. Right. Right. It is. Yeah. They walk in and, and they just like built a fake bar and stuffed it with like. Well, and, and yes, and I found out that they had to scramble for that because the beer, it was, it was a product placement from Budweiser and the beer wasn't enough. They were like, eh, they, 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 they complain behind the scenes. Yeah, so they show, so it's Kelly, Kelly wins, and she gets to sit at this bar with Jeff Probst and watch a sneak peek of the very, very first episode of Survivor ever. So it's already all edited and put together. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was funny because in the later seasons, like Jeff does not do that like at the barbecue he hung out with them like at this he's just sitting with kelly having a beer like this is the only season that jeff is like involved well he becomes he becomes a mega star after this yeah so in the later seasons he does not just sit and have a beer with them well and i think according to him on his podcast in the story he said we scrambled because you know we needed to make the uh sponsorship the budweiser people happy and the contestants didn't give a shit about a bottle of, of beer. a single beer of a single yeah. beer. No, they need it. Yeah. So they had to scramble in that situation. Um, so I, I love this immunity challenge because, you know, Blair Witch had Survivor only Witch project, right. That had only come out um, as a sensation, another sensation, um, cultural phenomenon, you know, made for a few thousand, you know, $10,000 or something. And, went on to make millions and millions of dollars. And in fact, the director of that directed that episode of Fantasy Island, I did. Anyway. Interesting. But the best part about this is they have to find the questions and answer them on camera. (laughs) Rudy. Rudy. (laughs) He goes, uh, he reads the question. I don't don't know. know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know that. And in fact, it's funny is I watched I this, know. I watched it and then I realized I went back and I didn't, I don't think they, they, they didn't feature the actual information. So I didn't remember it. So I, I knew all the answers. You just, Jeff says, if you listen to me well enough, you know, everything you need to win this challenge. Right. Right. So the thing that pre, what was the know. one that preempted it or, or told the tell is if your it's, if your torch blew out. That's what mm-hmm. was it. Okay. okay. Those, those little things you have to pay attention to. And he was like, yeah. I don't know. And as, as that was happening, I just kept thinking he still has a chance, but he really doesn't ever win anything. He's just is surviving. I don't know. <laughs> so, well, so Kelly does win third in and a row. She, she's now on a winning streak and she knows like reward challenge. Great. You don't really need to win, but 
she knows that if she doesn't win, she's going home. At this point, so she's, she's she's pulling it out. Right. No, it, it, to stay in the game, this is the only way she can um, possibly stay in the game, winning this challenge. Right. And so, Sean, though, he's so funny. He's like, I'm still winning. <laughs> he's got this confidence where he's like, I'm still going to win. But yeah. he's but Richard actually questions. He's like, I'm trying to decide who I vote for, Sean or Rudy. Because it, I thought that was like, like, why are you still con- like, or is that something he was just saying for the cameras, you know, because why would he Who knows? or but here's the thing. This is when you start getting to a point where you have to start thinking. It's not about the audience, but the jury members. And he's like, I know I jury probably ruffled. Yeah. Who's going to vote for who when it comes down to it? Who who's going to get voted out? Who's going to be kept? Because he's yeah, no, there's a it's it's a. I understand the strategy of trying to figure out getting rid of Rudy or Sean at this point. Mm-hmm. So, but so ultimately Sean is the one voted out. Yes. And, and now we are at the finale. Right. This is where and I made the, it. I made it. Sorry, but I made some kind of note that Richard had claimed it's somewhere in here that the producers were giving Sue and Kelly food. He said he caught them mm-hmm. and, uh, I wonder. But he, well, he, he used the word cheat. Because... He said, I caught them. The producers were in on it. And and I, and I and they cheated. But hopefully, and I thought, that's so weird. I never saw anywhere else in the research or Google anybody else talking about this. So I, I don't, don't know. Not to, not to throw shade, but he might have some beef with CBS. So maybe he's, you know, making things up. Who knows? Because someone didn't... Um, manage their winnings well sorry well, spoiler alert but i always um, say there's three sides to the story his side her yeah. side and the truth and in the between, truth yeah okay well we're at the finale and the first alliance to ever exist has officially made it all the way to the end it is the final four and it's but they're not intact as an alliance it was no. only by the pure fact that pure will that kelly has been winning all these right. immunities and she's there so it's sue but they did still make it to the end. Yeah, Sue, Kelly, Rudy, and Rich. And now, at this point, they're kind of, you know, they're talking about how much their bodies have changed. You know, I do remember, like, it was it was big news and headlines how much weight Richard had want, had lost. And um, But now I look at it and I realize it didn't seem like that much, but you just don't notice it when you're watching episode. I wasn't like paying attention to that. The only person in this season who I was like, wow, they've lost weight was Dirk. Yeah. Because they started skinny. Yeah. They started, he started skinny, but then you started seeing his bones. You're like, Oh yeah, that's not, that's not great. And Kelly, Kelly is truly, she's feeling like the odd person out because she voted, she did not vote for the Alliance at every single moment. And she, she said, I realize now, and this is just a great lesson for life that sometimes you only have yourself and she is, and she realizes that I'm on my own and it's okay to be alone and, and use, use whatever tool, whatever bit of strength you have to get through this because it doesn't really when when all is said and done you need to take care of yourself so right interesting there so we, there's no reward challenge mm-hmm. in this they go straight to tribal council and there's an immunity challenge a, right yes straight to immunity but they're at tribal council and they have to answer questions about the people who have been voted out um to see how well they know them and once again, if you've listened or paid attention or gotten to know or been people, a real person trying to make real connections, right? Then you should be fine. So I think that's truly fascinating. This is this is a challenge that shows and exposes who each contestant is. Because I was shocked at who could answer what. I right. thought it was really interesting. So Kelly wins. Because she um, she knew um she knew Rudy's wife's name. She knew Jenna's children's middle names. And Gretchen's last name. Or no, Sonia's no, so- last Sonya's name. Sonia's last name. Sonia's last like, name. Like she knew all these tiny, tiny, tiny little details. That tells you like, and here's the other thing. There's something to be said for listening is a superpower. It's something I'm trying to work on. 
<laughs> you can do because I should be doing really well in a podcast listening because it's it's trust me when I started doing this I didn't listen that well so I'm, I'm trying really hard honey but she she listens to people and retains that because she truly is an empathetic cares person about them. right and Rich didn't have any knowledge of that stuff and admittedly said I pur purposely did not chose not to be emotionally involved in every each person which says so much because he was able to play the game like that but you literally saw kelly at one point put her head in her hands because she is invested in the human beings around her right so that was my observation so <laughs> but so she wins you can tell the other three are like shit <laughs> we wanted her to go um so but then they go immediately into voting and there's two votes for Sue and two votes for Rich, girls versus the guys. Mm -hmm. um, and they do a revote where it's just Rudy and Kelly voting for Sue or Rich. And Kelly changes her vote to Sue. It's yeah. They, Jeff literally says they don't need to they don't need to vote. You need to vote. And yep, that's how they that's how they do ties. Yeah. yeah, they just. And so it just comes down to her. And so in her mind when you're trying to figure out who you want to keep around, she, it's, it's such a bizarre, it's such like, how do you know? It's like, I think, I think she made, I mean, ultimately, you know, whatever, but I think she made the right choice because earlier in this episode, Sue says in like a little interview, she says, if I'm, if I win the final one, I'm taking rich because I can beat him. So Kelly needed to get rid of Sue, you know, mm -hmm. there was, Sue wasn't going to take her to the final. Right. So it's like, what, what choice did she have? You know, she knew Sue wasn't going to take her. Maybe rich would take her. Who knows? No one's going to vote out. You know, right. Rudy's not a part of this equation anymore. So Sue is her best option. You know, when Sue left too, it's her face as they snuff out her torch, the tribe has spoken. She's she a sore like, loser. She went, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> It's just shock on her face and kind of that fake smile of, uh-huh, yeah, see ya, bye guys. Um, some of the faces are just just priceless, just priceless. So yeah. the next thing you know, it's 4 a.m. and Jeff is waking them up on day 38 and they have to take this long boat ride and go through some, you know, tribal ritual of walking through the palm fronds. And the next thing you know, they're standing on some logs, touching a post and the simple last task. Well, so the big hike is visiting their old tribe members who have been eliminated. It's, you know, the old, it's memorize or Mem um, memorializing frame. Yeah. Remembering the tribe members who have been voted out and they go straight to the final immunity challenge. They're holding on to, they hold on to the immunity idol while they're standing on a log. That's what it is. And the person who has the long, who lasts the longest would win. Now, this is 51 million people watching this, this, I mean, they had no idea when they were shooting this, that this many people were going to watch and an, an hour to go by and Richard shocks the world and steps off and yep. announces. And he says, I guess that's with confidence that he's like, I'm going anyway. And I know I have the vote with Rudy. It's very smart, I guess. Regardless of who wins, I'm going. But he doesn't he, know that. She well, no, he, he gets down and he goes, it's 50-50. And I know I'm not going to outlast Kelly. So oh. it's 50-50 if I go or not. And he, right. Oh, is, is it only 50-50? He says 50-50 because he doesn't know for sure Kelly would take him. Right. That's true. That so is no, true. He says it's so 50, I said it, I, He doesn't know he's going. Okay. I yeah. I I stand corrected. I'm sorry. I said the incorrect thing. How dare you? How dare you be incorrect? Right. So it's uh. So at this point, though, now they're going to make it because it goes on forever. I mean, it's I like I wonder six hours so or something. I just wonder if the producers are like, oh god, this could take forever, or they knew it could take forever. Or who knows? I mean, have they had any water? Do they get to go to the bathroom? Like, what? Like, did, you know, four out? Who knows? There's all, all kinds of questions. But, and also, they decided to put mud on themselves, not knowing that they were going to have to stand there with that mud on them this whole time. That was, yep. it's probably kind of itchy and everything. So, of course, as they're switching around the idol, Rudy, it looked like on purpose to me, but 
He I think just, he's just old and made a mistake. He made a mistake and lifted his hand. Accidentally barely lifts his hand. There so you Kelly go. wins final immunity. Yeah. she's It's her fifth win in a row. Wow. And Nuts. she won. Yeah. That's she's, she's one of the record holders, I believe. Or maybe the record is now six. Really? I think it might be five. I think she's a record holder. Okay. I could be wrong. There you go. So she's she wins. And they go back to the... Tribal council. Tribal council. And this is where it's interesting because that's where it literally, they, they're going to vote for each other. So that's where Jeff says, you guys don't vote. It's just up to Kelly. Just Kelly. Yeah. And this is where she's thinking in her head. She must assume that the jury likes Rudy or something or dislikes. I, think, I don't think she thinks. Yeah, that's she, what I was going to say. I don't think she they, thinks the jury likes Rudy. I think she thinks they dislike Richard Rich. Moore. Okay. So there you go. She vo- votes Rudy out and she keeps Richard. So now they're at the final tribal, tribal council and everybody gets to say things and ask questions. Right. And it's the jury's turn to decide who wins. As Jeff says, the power Shifts to the jury. Right. You are not voting for who you would like to um, kick off tonight. You are voting for a winner. Right. Good point. I know Jeff's lines by heart. I've watched the show uh, (laughs) in quite a few seasons of this show. Jervis asks a a question. Um, He asks two or three things that they would change about their time. Richard said trusting people so easily. Kelly said making an alliance. That she's uh, Jenna asked who they would put in the final two and why. Richard said Rudy and Greg. Kelly said Sonia and Gretchen. These are just like things I feel like to fill yeah. the time. I don't know if they, if um, it, it, if it influences their choices. I think the only two very very important questions asked are Greg and Suze. Well, yeah, one makes a speech and the other just says, okay, so Greg, Greg says, says, pick a number between one and 10. And he has a number in his head. He says, whoever's number is closest, that's who I'm voting for. So they pick numbers and that's what he decides his vote on. I have a feeling that was, uh, Greg's, he's he's funny because I bet he didn't even have a number in his head. He just said it knowing who he was going to pick. Who knows? Um, who knows? I, I don't know. Knowing, but also knowing Greg, he totally could have had a real number in his head. Possibly. At the reunion, he reveals what that number was, but you could be right. Or maybe he actually did have a number. Right. He, maybe he's we'll... the wild card. Yes. We have a guest so. coming up that we'll have to ask that question too. And then Sue makes this very famous speech because I'd read about this famous speech. And then when I actually saw it, it was not a Vile. good look. It wasn't a good look. And no. then, and then so it's sore loser behavior when she says, um, although yeah. I, I could, it just sounded like it was I like could, well I could. rehearsed. <laughs> yeah. So for those of you who have not seen it, Sue, um, is obviously salty and upset that Kelly got rid of her and just is so upset with Kelly. And she says here on the Island, we have two things, snakes and rats. And Richard is the snake and Kelly is the rat. And I think we should let Mother Nature take its course and let the snake eat the rat. And then she says, like, if Kelly was dying of thirst, I wouldn't give her water. I, yeah, like, if you were just, in a ditch or something, I wouldn't bring you a glass of water. And she said, loser I, behavior. And she says something about, I'll shake your hand, but I won't. Um, but I, I will never, what does she say? Something about, I never want I to be associated with you for the rest of my life. And then, um, which was, and, Ke- and Kelly just took it, you know, um, but it just seemed a little bit like it, it wasn't a good look. So when they go to vote, which is now they actually show everyone voting, which I loved. Um, but Jervis was like, that wasn't a good look on Sue. Jervis goes on a rant. Yeah. He goes on a rant. So we end up defending Kelly and saying, Sue, you're a sore loser. Like, Kelly, I hope you win. You did great. Blah, 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 blah. Like, good for Jervis. I think Jervis's speech was iconic as well in its own way. Obviously, it's not as remembered, but Mm -hmm. he, like, defended Kelly so strongly. And I agree with him. So the votes are tallied. And as we all know, Richard Richard wins. And 
instantly by one by one instantly everyone comes over to kelly and of course i'm looking we're all my eyes are glued on sue and famously now i know this she tries to go to kelly and kelly says no i want nothing yeah. to do with you and and you know so i can only why, imagine why would kelly want to shake her hand well why does she walk up to her anyway yeah sue why just would she said like i will shake your hand but if you're dying i'm not giving you water yes like no no. Girl, I wouldn't want to be Sue's friend either. Nope. I'd be a little upset. <laughs> so Rich wins. Rich wins, and and and, you know, and, and the just... and it and it may have seemed like a good thing, but I think a lot of people who know his story, I I I I guess there could be an argument for, or he himself said because CG he has a YouTube channel. I I watched a little bit of it, oh. but he said that um, his whole life was kind of messed up because of this show. So well, I said, I thought it was ironic. Um, in this last episode, they show him saying like, wow, I really hope I don't waste this million dollars. And then I don't, I don't really know if we should talk about it. That's not what this is about, but obviously he didn't handle his money well and some bad things happened. And so I just thought it was, right. um, sadly ironic right. that he says that when he does win the money. Yes, I don't know. I don't know all the ins and outs, um, but we know the headlines. So everyone's yeah, on exactly. their journey, figure, trying to figure it out. But uh, but he's still talking about it to to this day. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that was it. That, that was it. One of Survivor. Thank you all so much for listening. Listen, next week we have we big news. We have a guys. very special guest, um, and in fact, we can let you know our. Uh, because I think we're going to give you a little tease right now, right after this. Uh, our special guest is Kelly Wigglesworth. So please uh, check it out next week. And also please follow, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you like to watch it, check it out on YouTube. You know, you can follow CG on Instagram. Instagram and TikTok at CGMIR. You can follow my mother at on Instagram and TikTok at the Melinda Clark. I said Tic Tac, not Tic Tac. That should be Tic Tac. Remember to follow By Bitches Podcast on Instagram. And, and yeah. And guys. also, please go over to our Patreon. Your support helps us continue to do this as we do- dive into reality. And we're also watching Big Brother over on Patreon. Yes. <laughs> if you are on Patreon, we will be live watching the Thursday evening evictions live. From now on, so you get exclusive access to get on, hop on Zoom or Discord with us. With we're my doing mom live. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do it live. You can chat with us as it's going on. Um, I've been trying to get my mom to watch Big Brother forever, so this podcast <laughs> is forcing her to do it. Right. Um, but yes, guys, here's this sneak peek with Kelly Wigglesworth. Enjoy. Bye, Bye. bitches. Welcome to the Bye Bitches Podcast. Today we are discussing the finale of season one Survivor Borneo. And with us today is a very special guest, runner-up Kelly Wigglesworth. Kelly's not only a OG Survivor castaway, but also a professional class five river guide. We've got some connections there. Humanitarian, TV host, producer, writer, and a mom working hard to make the world a kinder place. And I love that. As a member of the very first alliance on Survivor, Kelly played a fascinating game. And 23 years later, we're still talking about it today. And welcome, Kelly. Thank you thank for you being so here. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. Oh, thank you. We were just um, reflecting. So CG, my daughter, um, when this came out, I was breastfeeding. She's 23. <laughs> She's wow. the same age you were when you were on <laughs> the show. Yeah. And <laughs> this is one of her favorite shows. I got to say, I'm kind of late to the party now. I remember when it came out, but, you know, as a mom, how old is your, your son now? He's nine. Nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I was literally in the middle of breastfeeding and I, I remember the hoopla around the show and everything, but I didn't ever watch it in detail or I did watch some of it. And I think um, I'm just... And it, it's just so fun to go back and watch this in in the purest form. The the show was it was never played again the same. But before we get into too much of Survivor, I just wanted to catch up with you because I'm sure my first thought was as we were doing this, I thought, I wonder if she ever gets tired of talking about Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a bad way, but just like there's so many other things that you do in your life currently in the last 23 years, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, to answer your question, no, no, no. And yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, 
I don't, I don't get tired of talking about it, but it's, but it's not something I talk about every day. Like I don't walk around like, Hey, by the way, I have, you know, I was on survivor. I have lots of leather bound books and, you know, I'm kind of a big deal kind of thing. So I only talk about it when people ask me and when people ask me every, I've never had anybody, you know, be rude or, you know, a jerk about it. So people who ask, our fans and they want to know and they're interested and I'm, you know, I'm happy to talk about it. So, you know, ask away any questions you want to know. I'm more than happy to talk about it. But at the same time, it is really funny. Like it's been 23 years, 23. you know? Yeah. I'm, and I, I'm the um, same age as survivor. So. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so I was actually 22 when I did it. And then I turned 23 the summer of before the finale. And, um, you know, like you said, it was just, it was the first one. It was super new. It was wild. It was weird. It had never been done before. And it's never been the same since, you know, and I always wondered, I'm like, how is that still, it just seems like a one-shot thing. Like you can't ever, like everybody knows, you know, the curtain's been pulled, you see who Oz is and it's done. So it just always kind of amazes me that it, they're still able to, you know, to keep it going. And um, obviously you were a bit busy as a mom during that time to pay, pay too much attention, but yeah, I'm like, wow, people still, you know, people still talk about it. People are still into it. And I think um, there was a big sort of resurge of that first one um, during and post COVID. Um, I got a lot of people reaching out to me and I think, um, in their own way, people could kind of relate a little bit going through their own sort of COVID experience, you know, being isolated or maybe being stuck with people they didn't want to be stuck with kind of thing. Um, oh so God, yeah, I did great. notice a, a big, you know, sort of jump in like that season one, you know, after COVID. So everyone's like on their own little island. 